Hey, Hopers, I want to share a devotional today from Philippians chapter 4, some very familiar verses, and I just want to read them to you, and uh, you will recognize them more than likely. But these are really powerful words and life-giving words, soul-refreshing words that Paul writes to us that I think should be probably at the front of our mind all the time as we go through things that are really without any former patterns that we can lean into and know, oh, we should this and we should that, and this is how this goes. Uh, There are certainly some experiences from our past that we can apply to this, but this is a great unknown. And so Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 have a lot to say to us. And I just want to put them in front of you today. It says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. A few verses later, it says, and the peace of God will be with you. So there is this promise of peace, the peace of God, that is supposed to be ours. In times where we don't know what in the world is going on, and we have a hard time sorting through all the information we feel like is important for us to know, and all of the tasks that we are given to do, some of the things we had, and we don't even have time to evaluate whether they are urgent enough to demand our time, or we just got to get things done. We got to get them off of our to-do list. We got to keep life rolling, and in whatever form it is, which is much different than the forms that has been before this, we have to keep life rolling. And because of that, because of the flood that comes at us, there is this anxiety that shows up in our lives. And maybe you've been beaten over the head with this verse before because you're an anxious person or a person who worries. I don't believe Paul was trying to kick us in the stomach with a verse like this. I believe what he was trying to do is offer us hope for something different. And it is something where it doesn't happen like an on-off switch. It doesn't happen in a flash of light. It is something that we learn over time. We wait for peace. We learn how to wait for it. We learn how to move towards it. We learn how to let peace grow inside of us. And it's an active thing. It's a decision thing. It's not something that just shows up unannounced and unexpected. It's something that is a result of actions that we're taking. And Paul gives them to us here in Philippians chapter 4. Do not be anxious about anything. He doesn't just end with, never worry. Oh, well, if you worry, you're ungodly. What he says is, here's what to do. In every situation, in every situation. So every single time that anxiety shows up, worry, fear shows up, here's what we can do. Here's what we're instructed to do. Here's honestly what we have the privilege to do if we would rather not live overwhelmed by anxiety. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. What he says is make your, make your worries, your concerns, your burdens, your fears, make your needs known to God. Tell him all about it. The verb is in the present tense and it has this implication of do this every time. Do this now. Don't wait for someday and don't rest on what you did yesterday. But now when worry sneaks up on you, make it a habit, make it a pattern that you take those requests to God. You speak to God. You can certainly speak to others, but you never miss the opportunity to speak to God about it. 
And you tell him what you need. You tell him what, what you're concerned about. You, you give him a whole story. You hold nothing back. And as part of holding nothing back, he says, with thanksgiving. You, in your conversation with God, you are careful to say, but God, I know you are good. I know what you have done. And you've done this and this and this. And I've seen your goodness here and here and here. So my conversation is not just a complaint, but it's also a reminder that sets balance back in my soul. And he says, if I will make that the habit of my life, then what I will find is beyond any way to understand it, the peace of God will guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. And that's an interesting term, the peace of God. It almost suggests that the very peace that God knows is the peace that I will have if I will do this, if I will use prayer as my outlet, if I will use supplication and thanksgiving as a way to set my mind in a, in a direction of hope in the Lord instead of hope in, I don't know, whatever I think should be instead. The actual right before verse 6, the last words of verse 5 are, the Lord is near. If I will act like the Lord is near, like he is with me in this, like my concerns matter to him, and I matter to him. And he loves me and he loves those that I love. And he has a desire for me to enjoy the life that he's given me, to have purpose and meaning. And so if I will believe that God is near, if I will take all of this to him and, and pour it out on him, I've opened myself up to the peace of God, which will guard my heart and my mind. Both my emotions and my thoughts will be kept if I will make prayer my weapon against worry. And so I would say the challenge is probably for some of us just to start praying. For others of us, it's to let prayer be the response. And to when I, I'm done praying and I've given it to God, to leave it with God. To have that conversation with my soul that says, this belongs to Him and not me, because God is near. And I will instead allow the peace of God to rule in my soul. Friends and family, I pray that you will know the peace of God and that you will take this privilege of taking all of your needs and all of your concerns and bringing them to the Lord, making them known to Him so that His peace rules your soul.